Nina, before we begin, the great podcasting tradition, as set by podcasting legend John Syracuse, is to start with follow-up, okay? Um, follow-up! There's not too much follow-up, because only a small subset of family members got to listen to the podcast, but there's a few, uh, mostly from myself. Uh, the first one, our show's name is a joke that, if explained in another language, wouldn't be funny. Why is that? Because of the word sham? Because it's a pun on it's right. a sham in our last name. Yeah. Where did that come from? Remember we had that discussion about if you explain jokes, they're not funny? Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, I just wanted to oh. point that out. <laughs> that our very own title <sighs> is now. <laughs> I guess only I think that's amusing. <laughs> Uh, I was off by half a billion. Uh, our, the file size was about half a billion zeros long. Oh. Um, there's a similar awful Scandinavian dish uh, called lutefisk or lutefiske, or I don't know how you pronounce it, but I'm going to go with lutefisk. That That's what I want right. to do. Um, Wes sent that yes, to me. Yes, I saw that. Thank you, Wes, Shamlu. And, oh, God. Um, <sighs> yeah. Wes, or as I like to say, Wesley. Uh, <laughs> He sent that in. And here's um, the ultimate one. Yeah. Here is the ultimate truth. Here's the shame of my shames. Say it. Uh, <laughs> so the sandwich that I've been eating for two months in a row, I did not tell you, dear listeners, exactly correct what goes in it. Um, I forgot that I always put slices of cheese in it. And it's usually oh, pro- and it's usually cheese. provolone, and and that makes it a whole different sandwich. It totally does. It totally does. Uh, I know I'm the worst. How could I forget it? You're the worst. It's that affects everything. That affects the toasting process. That makes it so much more worth it. You're toasting it now. The cheese is gonna get melty and delicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get nice melty cheese. It's like where it's where it's at. It's total. It's it's what's up. So I'm sorry. That's like the best part of the sandwich. If there was nothing else between those two pieces of bread, I would be fine with that. I know. There's a whole sandwich category around just toasted cheese. just cheese. Uh, It's probably my favorite sandwich category. Dude, grilled cheese and soup is so good. Ooh, grilled cheese, tomato soup. It It just feels so comforting. That buttery toast and the delicious dipping in the soup. It's, meant, mm. it's just pure magic. All right, Nina, before, before we talk about the list of things, I actually wanted to ask you, what did you eat for lunch today? Oh, God, are we doing this again? What I just want to know. I just, come on, it's a week later. Is this going to be a reoccurring no, thing? It, this is how we started It's probably episodes. not going to be a reoccurring thing. I just wanted to get, like, a week later, what did you eat today? Because I kind of oh, wanted to set gosh. you up for failure because I assume <laughs> it's something terrible, like, I ate half a can of tuna, and I had three Ritz crackers. Okay, well, today I have been running around all morning, and I have not had lunch. (laughs) The absent lunch. Yeah, today. I'm still working on my wonderful iced coffee from this morning. Okay, okay. I would say I had a late late breakfast. Yes. I had two eggs, over Mm -hmm. easy. I had a piece of pineapple. And a mini blueberry muffin. Ooh, a little baby muffin. Just a little something sweet to end the to end the meal on the right note. Mm-hmm. And that has kept me satisfied. Blueberry muffins are magical. I would agree. You know, the, 
the great blueberry bird comes and lays her eggs and three weeks later little muffins hatch I don't out think, and you eat I them. don't think that's how that happens, Chris. That's how muffins don't work, don't you know? I'm curious what you think about babies, how babies get here. Uh, I mean, it's complicated. Like, first you have to have the Grand Wizard come down. Um, of course, the Grand Wizard. Uh, he brings three blessed sacks of flour. Um, it's really complicated, uh, and I don't want to get into it. Um, so we'll skip that. And maybe we'll talk about it later, <laughs> how Chris thinks babies are made. <laughs> oh, God. What did you have for lunch? What did you have for lunch today? Dude, you, you know what I had oh for God, lunch. Oh, God, sandwich with eight I carrots. I had exactly, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, sorry, I, I messed up the sandwich again, and I of course I have two sandwiches. Like, yeah, one is come on. Not enough. Two. I just thought that was an assumed thing. Who can eat one I sandwich? I can eat one it's sandwich. It's not enough. And you're good? Well, yeah, I have some carrots on the side, an apple or something. Nope, no way. I'm a grumpy, angry baby. <laughs> two, I need at least two. <laughs> You're always a grumpy, yeah, angry so, uh, baby. Uh, I know, I know. I'm the worst. Um, so, yeah, so I super screwed up the sandwich, the same sandwich that I eat every day. I, I, and we talked about that sandwich for, like, 30 minutes. Yeah, I know. We should. Okay, so let's stop talking about it, and let's start talking about <laughs> the first thing that you put in our topic list, which is the homemade catapult that I made for the company yeah. Christmas party. Yes, let's talk about it. Okay, so the rule for the company, we were doing a Yankee Swap. Do you know what that is? No. The Yankee Swap is a Christmas gift exchange, like, rule set uh, event mm -hmm. where if you participate, everybody brings a wrapped gift, places it on a table, and then you draw numbers um, just to determine an order of procession. So if there's 10 gifts at 10 people... Uh, it's one through ten. Then the first person will get up and they will choose a gift from the table. Um, and they will unwrap it in front of the group so everyone can see. They will show everybody what it is. And then they will, uh, because it's the first person, they have to keep the gift. Okay. Mm -hmm. But the second person does the same thing. They go to the table. They choose a present. They unwrap it. They show it to everybody. But now they have the choice to either keep the gift that they unwrapped or steal the gift from the from any of the previous people. It's a white elephant. Yeah, it, I guess it has lots of names. Um, the one I heard was Yankee Swap. I, does it? Mm. Do you know this game is white elephant? Yes. What does this have to do with elephants? I have no idea. Oh, okay, you don't. I'm assuming the first person to come up with this idea got a white elephant, and I was like, hey, I actually think we should play this game where we can steal presents because I don't want this white elephant. <laughs> white elephant statue, white elephant stuffed animal, whatever I it was. I like that theory. They didn't want the elephant. That's great. No, this is brilliant. I could see that. Someone's just yeah. like, hey, guys, I have a great idea. Let's make this interesting. Yeah, you're going to swap around elephants around. You wouldn't want a tiny little elephant? I would love a tiny little elephant. A little statue elephant just kind of chilling on your desk? Yeah. You'd, I would hang uh, rubber bands around his trunk. He would hold my rubber bands. He would hold your yeah, rubber bands. That's his trunk. Ready? Okay, you want to have a little brief contest? Who Here can do go. the best elephant noise? Oh, God, no. You ready? I'm going to go first, okay? Okay, you go first. If I go, are you going to try? 
We'll see. We'll see how good yours is. All right. Are. Ready? Here's my elephant noise. Okay. Three, two, one. Damn, that was pretty good. Yeah? That was Dude, a I've good been elephant. Okay, ready? A, I haven't made an elephant yeah. noise. This seems like something that you have practiced. You've, like, yeah, because, perfected the elephant noise. I don't think it's perfect, but I definitely think it's, I think it's good. I haven't worked on this elephant noise ever. Well, Leia's, come on, come on. I have never attempted to make come an elephant noise. Come on, give noise. me an elephant. Okay, here we go. That was great. Oh, <laughs> you should be so proud of yourself. It was like a little baby elephant. It was, a, yeah, it was a great little cutie elephant noise. 10 out of 10, Nina. Great first try. Yes. Okay, so back to the catapult. Okay, uh, here we go. Talk about the catapult. Right. So the rule, the rule for this year's Yankee Swap was that it had to be a homemade gift. Okay. Right? And so basically this kind of immediately divides you into either I'm either going to make something or I'm going to make food. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like for a gift exchange, that means a baked good. And I'm definitely not a baker. So I kind of ruled out food early on. Right. And then I was like, what the hell am I going to make? And so I went to the grocery store and I went to that like little mini baby craft section that every grocery store has that's got like a couple of bottles of Elmer's glue and like some pencils and some crayons and some poster board. And that's mm -hmm. it. Like, and I just stood there. I just stood there staring at these craft supplies for like 15 minutes, just trying desperately to come up with some kind of thing that I could make. That would be like a fun, jokey gift, but actually like not terrible. I wanted something that you could put on your desk and just be like, this is okay. <laughs> like something that warrants, like something that's good enough to exist on a work desk, you know? And so a work desk adornment, is, the bar is pretty low. So I had, I was, that was my goal. I was like, let me make something that's good enough to exist on somebody's work desk. Great. My first idea, actually, um, staring at the Crayola crayons was to, like, make, like, a little art piece by melting a bunch of Crayola crayons together to make, like, a spiky Crayola sea urchin. Mm. But I was like, one, that sounds like a lot of work. Two, that sounds like a lot of messy work. Mm. And three, if that's sitting on somebody's white desk and all the, and all the desks at our work are mostly white, I was worried it was going to kind of, like, crayonify wherever it was sitting. So I ruled it out. And so then I saw this, these pencil cases and I was like, ooh, maybe I could make a catapult out of pencils. How cool would that be? Catapults are freaking sweet and people can harass each other. And then, like, I, and then I was sold. I was like, I can make a thing that other people can use to annoy their coworkers. How can I not do this? Of course you would think of that. Right, right. <laughs> so what, once, once I saw the pencils and the idea of catapults came to my mind, I, uh, I, I, got, all the, I got all the supplies to make a catapult. Um, but before I checked out, um, I saw these, like, they had, like, these bundles of, like, sticks and kindling for um, fires, for fireplaces. And I was like, wait a second. It would be way cooler if I made this out of sticks instead of pencils so i put the stick i put the pencils back and then that night i got my flashlight out and i went through the backyard and i got a bunch of sticks and i made a catapult and it was way it was so difficult oh it was so much harder than i thought 
It took me like three, four hours to make and like a lot Jeez. of super glue oh, and a lot yeah. of stirring. And um, unfortunately, it did break a little bit when it was unwrapped. <laughs> Fail. But only, only, yeah, only like the little scoopy bit that you put the thing in. And um, yeah, there we go. That's my catapult. But it Damn. went to it. It went to a, it went to a good home. Oh, and good. she, I, th I don't think she has fixed it yet, but I think she will fix it, and she'll have a working catapult. But yeah, ultimately. I gave somebody a broken catapult as a gift. <laughs> Great. <laughs> but it did work once, and I have a video that proves it. And uh, maybe uh, if we, maybe we'll Rochambeau, we'll rock, paper, scissors. And if you win, I'll upload it and put it in the show notes. You should totally upload it and put it in the show notes. Mm -hmm. What did you get in return? I got this amazing... Um, I think it's embroidery, I think it's called, or maybe it's called cross stitch. I'm not actually sure. It's a little uh, embroidered Yoda. And he says, do or do not, there is no try. Oh, yeah. I'll put a photo of that in the show notes because that thing is badass. And it's on my desk right now. That's a great quote. Yeah, it's super good. I love it. So wise guy, that Yoda. He was a wise guy. He was a smart. He's a smarty little green guy. Smart green guy. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about your company party. Company party was fun. Yeah. It was at a place in Hollywood. And Hollywood. Yeah, it was actually raining. First it started sprinkling late afternoon. I was like, oh, okay, just a sprinkle. Hopefully it'll just kind of pass, as it usually does in Southern California. Mm -hmm. And then it was just straight up raining. Oh, dear. As we were waiting outside. It was nice. They handed out umbrellas as we waited. <gasps> Yay, free umbrella. Yes, it was wonderful. Did you keep it? No. We passed it back as the line. As we got up to the front, we passed them to the back. Uh, we're yay, nice. temporary umbrella. We were a great community like that. Yeah, yeah, but it was fun. Yeah. Cool venue. It's always, that, it's always interesting to see coworkers outside of the office. Cause yeah, it's, like, it's the When best. you're in the office, <laughs> you talk about work stuff, you yeah, know? Yeah. And like, it's great. Nothing is ever, there's never like a lull because you're like, oh, what about this? Oh, yeah, yeah, I took care of that. Like, oh, what do you think about this? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, did you see this person? Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But then like outside of work, you're like, what do we talk about? <laughs> you're just like, wow, I just realized that you are not as interesting as I thought. <laughs> <laughs> not bad. It's just like, wow, I really don't know anything beyond as soon as we leave the work walls, it's like, I don't know who you are. Yeah, couldn't you, can't you just ask them if you want to know? Yeah, oh yeah, we were having some great combo. I, I like don't really like to ask people personal questions like about that kind of stuff, but I do like to see if they have like, if they like me have strong opinions about like meaningless things. <laughs> strong opinion. Like, yeah. what, is a meaning, what is a meaningless thing that you have a strong uh, opinion about? The first one that comes to mind is the pronunciation of G-I-F, uh, like an image. Oh, yeah. Is it GIF or is it it's, GIF? I say GIF. I also say GIF, and I like to find people who say GIF, and I like to just pointlessly debate them about it because it's fun and silly and just see if didn't, they... <laughs> didn't the guy who, like, create them call them GIFs? Yeah, the guy who created them, he took a stand and he said that it is pronounced GIF. Therefore, that is the definitive answer. 
no more debate needs to occur on this matter. I mean, look, I mean, that's kind of what I would argue if I, but let me briefly play devil's advocate and say that in language, as long as successful communication has happened, it doesn't really matter how you pronounce it because you know what I'm talking about when I say GIF or GIF in the context of like the internet or a picture. Yes, that's a very, very that's a very uh, left side of the brain way to look at it. <laughs> if effective communication has happened, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how like that's how languages evolve. But if you are an English, if you studied English or are a fan of yeah, English teach language me. and words and pronunciations, mm -hmm. then you might have a little more to it than that. What if you wanted to use the word in a poem? What if I oh. How would you, that would, the pronunciation would It could, would if matter. it was the end of a line. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yep. Like, how do you pronounce the word C-A-R-A-M-E-L? Caramel. Caramel. Caramel? It's a caramel. Yeah, it's a caramel. Well, it's a caramel corn. It's caramel a corn? Caramel apple. Caramel apple, what? yeah. Really? Yeah. Caramel. Caramel? Yeah. Or maybe caramel. No, not caramel. Caramel. Damn it, now I'm, now I'm questioning my whole life. Like, what? how do I pronounce it? <laughs> See? I, this I isn't so okay, easy. I think it's caramel. I think that's how I default say it, but I would understand. You say caramel. I would understand if you said caramel, caramel. Right, or, like, like you would get the point across, yeah. but like for my ears, it would just yeah. like cringe a little bit. I would just be like, no, I say, I would well, say. It's like, like, I understand that it's spelled, if I pronounce every vowel, I understand that it's spelled caramel. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But that's just, when it comes out, it's just caramel. There you go. I just say caramel. How about P-E-C-A-N? Uh, I knew you were gonna ask me this. I knew it, I foresaw this. Uh, <laughs> Um, okay, so this one is I'm even worse about. I don't even know. I don't even know. I, th I think I would tend to say pecan more often than pecan, mm -hmm. but I, r mm -hmm. I've, I have so much self-doubt about how I pronounce this word. I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know myself. <laughs> oh, I'm so conflicted. I definitely say pecan. You, oh, you're a hard pecan? Hardcore pecan. Pecan pie. Definitely a pecan. Can, okay, can I sell you a little bit on pecan in that it sounds a little bit more civilized or nice? A little more cultured. Yeah, I feel like the on sound the sounds a little nicer than the eh. Yeah. Yeah. A pecan pie. Like I versus a pecan pie. Like even though I pronounce my last name Shamlu, I do kind of think Shamlu sounds you a little nicer. Do? Oh, I totally pronounce it Shamlu. I know, I know. It's Shamlu. We are Shamlu. <laughs> yes, we are. We are. I know, I know. I'm the worst. Sham, that's so Americanized. <sighs> what can I say? Merka. That's what I can say. Merka. Merka. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Are you ready for points? So really, the, na the name of this podcast is It's a Sham. No, it's a sham. It's so sham. The joke doesn't work if you pronounce it the I way you know. pronounce it. I know. It only works my way, it's, This is not... What? Yep, that's right. Your that's way. Right. My way or the highway. Yeah. Okay, so I feel like we've covered 
Chris's homemade catapult. Do you have any other questions about my catapult before we move on? How far can it can it catapult? How uh, successful like of a, a, path- a pathetically short distance, maybe <laughs> maybe two meters, maybe. Two meters um, is pretty good. I was thinking you were gonna say like six inches. <laughs> no, no, no. That would be that would be so disappointing. That would be very sad. There's a that's what she said in there somewhere. Yes, there is. I was I thinking about that. I was trying to get there. I, I wanted was to finding be, my I way to, to it. I, I wanted to get there before you did because you got the first one last time. And I think we should have a rule of only that's only one that's what she said per episode. But it doesn't count because you called it out before it actually happened. You didn't make a that's what she said. You totally said that it's just there. Hmm. Okay, fair point. Can we still, do you still want to stick to that rule though? Just yeah, one prep? Yeah, I like that. One prep. All right. Okay. Damn it. Okay, so there's still one out there there's that still we haven't one. claimed yet. Son of a. Okay, I'm going to take this off the list. Take it. Okay. Goodbye, catapult. Next one. Um, I think you have more to say about this one than I do. Um, but how do we feel when people misspell our name? Because Shamlu is, as we know, not a traditional name and requires uh, a little explanation on the spelling of it. They do. I've, what is your, what is your, you know how when you spell it out over the phone, you have to like spell it out phonetically so people don't Mm -hmm. mess it up. How do you, how do you, what are your guidelines? Like, what do you tell them on the phone? If they're like, sir, how do you spell your last name? I just go, um, I go letter by letter, S-H-A-M-L. And then, and now what I do recently, and this has been extremely successful, is instead of saying O-O twice, Uh I say double O. Yeah, because they're always like, they never get the double O, yeah. Uh, Exactly, yeah. So what I say now is double O, and that throws them off just enough that they have to pay attention. And so they're like, oh, double O, so two O's. And then they usually get it right after that. I always have to do... S is in Sam, H, A, M as in Mary, L, O, O. That's what uh, I see. do. See, S as in Sierra. Sierra? Yeah. See, what if you, some names, Sierra could be spelled with a C. No, it's the NATO phonetic alphabet. Oh, that's like the Alpha Bravo thing. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I feel like I know a Sierra that, that spells it with a C. Yeah, but that's the NATO alphabet. And M is Mike, not Mary by the way. Well, I don't, I'm not going by that. I'm just going by what people will understand. <laughs> and I haven't had an issue thus far. So no, I'm Nina, you have to do it, it this way. Same. This is the codified, unified. I've memorized my script. Solidified, one-fied, damn it, I, I wanted four, but I only had three uh, ways of saying it. This is the way to do it. That's... M is Mike, S is Sierra. No. Yeah. No. You're not on board with this. No, my way, my way is great. My way works. Although I do, te- some, sometimes people think it's double L O when I, when I do that. For some reason, they're not listening and they're like L L O instead of L O O. Yeah, that, yeah, well, you, you can, you can uh, only account for so much silliness in the world, and that's just silly. What about when people spell Chris with a C H? How do you feel about that? Don't care. Don't care. Really? Um, doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. Like, mm-hmm. I would never say Chris with a K at Starbucks. You wouldn't? Yeah, why would I? I don't care. You know, one time at Starbucks. I'm here for the coffee. 
I said, she said, okay, what's the name? I said, it's Fernina. And they wrote Fernina, F-E-R-N-I-N-A, as the name on the cup. Hey, Fernina. Fernina? I kind of like that. <laughs> Do you? No, no you, not at all. I don't know. That, that's kind of a cool name. That's not a name <laughs> at all. Fernina. It reminds me of uh, Fernandina Beach in Florida. I don't know that beach. Yeah, you wouldn't. I don't know that beach. Yeah, why don't you know this thing? Get it? You see what I did there? I don't know that beach. Why you do not know this beach? There is a beach in Florida. It's called the Fernandina. It sounds like Fernina. Why do you not know this? Is she a nice beach or is she a mean beach? Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You know what? Let me add one more thing to the name thing. Okay. I had a brief period where I tried to leverage people's existing knowledge. And I think you know where I'm going to go with this. I would tell them it's like shampoo, but replace the P with an L. And somehow that just blows people's minds and they never get it right. right. Like they add the P, they add the L after the P. Yeah. They keep, somehow the P still remains. Yeah. Yeah, Champ Lou, is that yeah. your name, sir? <laughs> no, replace the P. That means get rid of the P. <laughs> there is no P in my name, sir. I'm sorry I said shampoo. This is clearly throwing you off. Get rid of it completely. Forget the shampoo. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's just start over. I'm going to go letter by letter. Sierra, hotel. <laughs> my trouble with the names is whenever I'm meeting someone in a loud location. Because it's Nina. Oh, Gina? No, Nina, Mina, Tina, uh, Lena. Yeah. That's, that's the advantage of a normal name with a cute spelling is I still get the uniqueness points, but I get an easily explained that's name. That's true. I always have to make sure they're looking at me. I'm like, look at my face. Watch my mouth speak. <laughs> Nina. Man, I, you're... There's a little bit of uh, there's a little bit of anger here, Nina. Maybe a little. Uh, bit. Would you like, would you like to share an anecdote with the group? Uh, <laughs> what is what is the source of all this pain and frustration? I I'm sensing. I just want to be known. Surface. I just want to be known as I am. You just, <laughs> just this is my name. Get it right for the love of God. Is that so much to ask? It is a lot to ask when that you the have world a special just say, name. Nina Shamlu. That's oh, what mean, I'm oh, looking for. Oh, you mean Shamlu? <laughs> Come on! <laughs> Actually, a lot of people, because I pronounce it like that, uh, sometimes I'll get Chandler. Chris Chandler. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. One time... Yeah, it's happened a few times, my actually. My dad got a piece of mail that said, Sham Blue. Ooh, nice. Like two separate words. Sham yeah. Blue. The color blue. Right, right, right. Well, the Sham Blues are, you know, they're a subset of Sham Blues. They're just always depressed. Uh, yeah, that was a terrible and joke. And also, we're going to make a out. new rule. <laughs> Only one dad joke per episode. Was that a dad joke? That was totally a dad joke. Oh, shit. Son one of a, dad okay. joke and one. All right, that's all right, what all she right. said. All right, all right. You get one. <laughs> you only can have one. Oh, all right. What do we have next? What is clothing? Okay, I want to tell you another thing that you might think is weird, and I want you to explain how you deal with clothing. Because I, there's a lot I feel like to okay. talk about with clothing. Um, 
Okay, so I, because I like consistency, as you might have known uh, with the sandwich discussion, there's actually another thing that I like to be consistent about, and that's my t-shirts. So I basically always wear, not always, but I, I generally am wearing the same thing. Jeans and a t-shirt. And I have basically gone on a short quest to like find the perfect t-shirt for me um, that I can mm -hmm. buy easily. And I have found it and it's an American Apparel blend shirt. It's super soft and comfy and I love the way it fits and I have like six of them. You have six of the same shirt in different colors. Yeah, yeah. And if you actually, if you, if you don't count, they're not the same color. Uh, if you don't count the, um, the blending, because the blending is like a slightly different shirt than the, the regular whole uh -huh. cotton one, I probably have closer to like 10 wow. of the same shirt. Yeah. In fact, I'm wearing one right now. <laughs> <laughs> and are you wearing jeans? I am wearing, no, I'm wearing gray oh. pants today. So not, I don't always wear the same thing, but with the t-shirts, I was on a quest to find the perfect t-shirt for me. And I feel like there's a chance that there's a better t-shirt out there for me, but I'm pretty happy with what I've got right now. I, I'm, 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 I'm quite content with this shirt. It is an equally good undershirt if I want to put like a collared shirt over it. It is an equally good standalone shirt for warmer days or for indoors. And it is, uh, it's, it's cheap enough that I can like, you know, wear it to the gym, uh, or whatever. I don't know. Like I, I, I like the idea of having just like one type of shirt and that if I need to dress up, I can have like options with my collared shirts, but my, my t-shirt is an, is, is this nice, warm, comforting thing. Huh? Would you ever do that? I feel like girls can't do that. Probably not with, you know what? I, I admittedly have three of this sweater that I'm currently wearing. So yeah. kind of the same thing. It's very comfortable. Different yeah, colors. Down a comfy sweater. Yeah. yeah. But I'm probably more likely to do that with jeans. Like if I find a pair of jeans that mm. fits me really well, then yeah. I want to stockpile and buy them in every color. Yep, that's next on the list. I'm on, now that I've found the perfect tee, I need to find the perfect jean. Yeah. See, I'm still on, I'm still on a quest. I'm still on that quest. The quest continues. The quest for the perfect jean. For the perfect jean. Because, you know, everyone's got like, everyone's curves is a little different. You know, everyone's curves mm -hmm, are mm -hmm. a little different. Yeah. 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 I think that every time I look at my booty in the mirror, that's a unique curve. That's what she said. What? There it no. is. There no, it no, is. no, no, no. Oh, come on. <laughs> so weak. That was totally so it. That was in weak. God, you get zero points for that. What do you mean zero points? That was awesome. What? That was a weak test. Listeners, I think I deserve more than zero points for that one. Okay. Well, you know what, listeners? Tweet Nina how many points she earned for that, for that particular that's what she said joke. Tweet her at ninashamlu.com. Yes, please uh, do. No, not ninashamlu.com. Just tweet her <laughs> at ninashamlu. Tell her how many points she earned. Tell me Because I think it was zero. It's got to be more than zero. Zero. Okay, so there's more things I want to talk about this. Okay, what else? Um, 
I don't know anything about this and I want you to explain it to me, but from what I can understand from an outsider's perspective, it looks like girl clothing is just like so hard to do. It's just so confusing. How do you fold things? Like, how do you get things that fit you? Because the sizing is weird. Like, it's all numbers and stuff, which confuses me, even though, like, numbers work for me with jeans. Like, I like the world of small, medium, and large in men's clothing. That exists. It's nice. That exists in women's clothing as well. Oh, it doesn't? It's yeah. not all, like, size six, no, whatever the no, hell that no. means. No, no, no. There are definitely small, medium, and large. Yeah, teach me. What is the secret of women's clothing, and why is it so, why is it so confounding to me? <laughs> Do you want me to explain what, how I feel, what yes, I think? Yes, explain okay. this from your world. Here, Let's see from Chris's from, eyes. Here's what I think women do. They go to a store, they don't look at the size because the size is so complicated and nobody understands it. They just find the thing that looks kind of the size that they think they are. They hold it over their body like that cliche, like, oh, does this fit? And they look in front of a mirror holding it in front of them. And then they're like, okay, I don't know if this fits. There's only one way to know, and that's to try it on. And so they get like a stack of like 10 things or whatever the limit is for the dressing room. Like all women know the limit of the dressing room. I don't know if that's true, but I feel like it is. Like every girl knows, okay, at this store, I can take eight items. So I have to get, I can only take eight. They want to take 36, but they can only take eight. So they get those eight items, they go try them on. And the ones that fit, they buy, and of those, there's a second period of trying on, and that's like at home. And if only if it passes those two in-store try-on, at-home try-on, does she ultimately keep it, else she will go back to the store and return it. Well, I think this process is unique to each individual. Okay. There well, is no you, one cookie cutter way. How do you feel way. I captured the process? Do you feel like it was mostly accurate? Um, this is my process. Yeah, tell me what you do. I go into a store. I may or may not know the limit. It doesn't really matter. Uh, let's say I don't know exactly yeah. how something is going to fit okay. me. I'll grab both sizes. Right. Size up, size down, whatever. I'll grab the 36 things that I want. I'll nice. do all my floor shopping. Mm -hmm. I'll go through the whole floor if I'm like really looking for yeah. just general shopping. Then I'll go to the dressing room and be like, what's the limit? <sighs> and they'll say 10, 8, whatever. Right. And then I say, okay, great. Pick out my first date. Leave the rest of it there with the person, oh, that's brilliant. the attendant. Try them all on. And then from there, in the dressing room, I assess each piece, whether or not it's a yes, a no. Some are maybes. And some mm -hmm. are, I want to try another size. Okay. okay. So that's the, the first step in the dressing room. Step one. Then I leave with, then I, I, before I even leave, first I, so try everything on. All the yeses, great, that's done. All the noes, great, that's done. The, then I go through and I assess all the maybes and see how they stack mm -hmm. up to everything that's a yes often, and everything else that's a maybe. How often do maybes make the cut? I feel like a maybe is really just a no. That's my guess. Or, mm, well, it depends. A maybe is either something that's like, well, this is really similar to something I already have, but I really like the way it fits. Or a maybe is like, well, it's a little pricey for what it is, but I really like it, so it's a maybe. Mm, okay. So it okay. depends. So then once I get home, that's it. Yeah. I don't need to try on anything else anymore. Okay, I've so there's it. no phase two for you. So I, I was wrong about phase there's two. There's no phase two for But I know some people 
who are like, I hate trying stuff on in the store. I just buy it, try it on at home. If I like it, I keep oh, it. If I don't, okay. I return it. Okay. Some people prefer that method. Nice. It varies. Okay. It really varies. Depends on the style of shirt. Depends on the story you're that in. That kind of makes me think about the 36 items really quick. If, if, would you only do that? Would you, do you do that at every store, even if you've been there before and you know the limit? Or do you, do you forget the limits? Do you even care? You don't, no. that never even. I do that with, mm, yeah, I don't care. Okay. I, don't I need care. to realign I know. my, uh, I do that with every store. How I envision women's shop. Interesting. It's so complicated. Uh, but again, this is just me. Maybe, maybe someone does count very meticulously. Hmm, okay. No. Nope. You, you speak for all women. Done. Every eight, eight items. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I am yeah, the voice <laughs> of women. There's no way that a human being could be complex or uh, different in any way. <laughs> we're, we're, we cover it, the breadth of experience here. Here on It's a Sham, wow, <laughs> we, we represent are. the entire planet with our two opinions. All of humanity. <laughs> it's perfect. I like it. What is this? What looking is, what pretty. Is looking pretty. Okay, so, okay, looking pretty. I have, I have complicated feelings about looking pretty. Um, Like, I wouldn't ever go to the grocery store wearing sweatpants anymore. I think back in college, I didn't care as much. But now, for whatever reason, it's like I have like a minimum acceptable outside clothing level. Hmm. And at first, and at first I felt like really bad about it. I was like, man, like, why, why should I care? Like, why, why should I give any shits about like, what I'm wearing just to do my day-to-day -day errands and stuff. And then I kind of like realigned and was like, it just makes me feel better. I don't, it's obviously part of it is how other people see you. Like you can't ever shut all of that out, mm -hmm. but it just makes me feel more comfortable to be in like mine, like not slumming it PJ outfit at home, you know? Mm -hmm. But then I was like, I feel like guys kind of get a pass. Like if a dude wanted to just roll up sweatpants, sweatpants on, that's kind of okay. Like people really wouldn't bat too much of an eye at a, at a, at a bro doing that. But I feel like it's kind of unfairly anti-sweatpants for girls. Hmm, you get I don't that know. Vibe? I feel like there's more I social pressure for girls to be dressed up when they step out. Well, if I'm doing a casual, like, grocery day, errand day, I'll go out in, like, workout clothes, which mm. I guess could be the, the equivalent of the sweatpants. I, you know, kind of, that's kind of an exception because uh, girls often look good in workout clothes, so. Yet it's as comfortable as the sweatpants, so it's a win-win. Mm, nice. That's like a little loophole. hey -o. There we go. Yeah, who doesn't love a nice honey and yoga pants? Come on. Yoga come on. pants. Oh, goodness. I saw you looking, Nina. I knew you wanted a slice of that pie. What? Uh-huh. Is it a pecan pie? <laughs> a pecan pie? Uh, pecan, madam. No, pecan. Is that a pecan pie? Is that a pecan pie? Okay, okay. You, you go with your pecans. I'll go with mine. Actually, I don't care either. I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't even know what I say. I pecan, pecan. I don't know. I have no consistency. You have no consistency. That's a 
That's a profound statement, Chris. You have no consistency. <laughs> and yet I do with the sandwich and the t-shirts. Yeah, you have a lot of consistency. Yeah. All right. Okay. Should we? Are you, are, do, you, do you feel sufficiently explained with clothing? Yeah, I think so. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to scratch it off the list. Get it out. Nina, look through this list, please, and tell me what you want to talk about, because there's a lot of things. Um, make sure you scroll down to the bottom and read the dumb hypothetical. I think we should have a dumb hypothetical every episode. Okay, so we've been going for about 46 minutes, so let's see. Oh, God, we have. Yeah. yeah, Let's get one, because I I feel like this. this Let's get one short one. topic, yeah. You want to do the dumb hypothetical? Sure. Yeah, because I want to try it out, because I kind of want to have a thing that we do every episode, Uh other than that's what she said and dad jokes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and, And this week, I'll go. So I'll go on even numbered episodes, and you can write them for odd. Okay. Is that fair? Yes. Okay, so this is my dumb hypothetical, all right? You have to swim to shore on a deserted island. Where like you're, you're swimming be... to the deserted island? Or you're yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, okay. You are starting in the ocean, and you're also starting 15 feet underwater. Okay. Wow. This deserted island has unlimited fresh water, okay? Mm-hmm. but not unlimited food. So what you have to choose is what the ocean is made of. Okay, so you have to swim to shore to this deserted island, but the ocean is edible. What is it made of? Okay, it's a difficult swim. It's like 40, sorry, it's like 400 to 500 yards of a swim. So it's a really hard swim. Oh, uh, wow. Well, not a really hard swim, but it's a, it could be a difficult swim if you choose a hard thing and you start 15 feet underwater. Okay, so you, you pick something really thick and dense like steak, there you, you basically have no chance of like you're gonna die yeah like yeah. if you make it to the surface you, you might be okay walk. but since you're 15 feet underwater you m- might just get crushed by the weight of the stake on top of you yeah and you might get like totally disorientated disoriented hmm. from from the darkness of the stake so what you are you know, gonna pick nina the first thing that comes to mind yeah is marshmallows. <laughs> marshmallows? Marshmallows. You're going to live on a desert desert island with on um, nothing I but marshmallows? W- I was thinking about the ease of getting up to the surface and then and then getting uh, over there. And if I need to take okay. a break, I can okay. just take a nap in the marshmallows. Okay, That's what I, mean, I was concerned with. The, the transportation factor is like 10 15 minutes. <laughs> Maybe 20 if he's not very good swimming. <laughs> Depends on how many marshmallows you eat. <laughs> so you're going to eat as you go? If I'm hungry, I munch. I don't really like marshmallows, so I can't get behind this idea. Oh, I think they're great. They're only good with s'mores. Sorry. Ooh, they are good with s'mores. S'mores are so amazing. Oh, what, would you, what would you make it? What would your CD? I... Actually, I have, I have not thought about this. Um, I just wrote it. I didn't... Uh, uh, I'm going to think out loud here briefly. Um, okay. I kind of wanted it to be beef jerky. And my instincts were like, ooh, beef jerky. But I don't know if I could get... Survive the 15 feet of beef yeah. jerky over my head. Beef yeah. jerky's not very dense. So it might not crush me to death. 
What if it's a sea of beef jerky? Yeah, I don't know if I'm willing to chance it. Yeah, because there's like waves and stuff in the sea. So like maybe like a wave of beef jerky could like just crush you to death. So I don't know about beef jerky. Then I was thinking maybe there's not a meaty food that I would pick here. Maybe what I need to pick is something light, but also nutritionally rich. Yeah. And I feel like maybe you could get something like, uh, what's like a, what's like a light vegetable? Tomatoes? Do you think you could survive tomatoes? Or tomatoes? Ooh, no, it's a lot of, no, you it's a lot do of tomatoes. acid though. There's no, yeah, there's no protein in tomatoes or not enough. And you gotta not die. Man. Hmm. 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 Do you think you would get crushed to death by cashews? Hmm. You could probably make it to the top. I would be so, so, so sick of cashews, but I feel like you could make it and you could also live off of it. What about like coconut shavings? Yeah, not the kinds of like added sugar the and all that crap, just like pure coconut. I mean, that is kind of deserted island standard fare. Right. But there's no food on this island. You eat the coconut. But coconut's terrible. I love coconut. So. You don't love coconut? What? No. You're weird. You like weird things. Coconuts, marshmallows. Spaghetti. Salmon burgers. <laughs> Spaghetti squash. Yeah, that's the weirdest I one. don't think any of these are weird things. None of these are weird um, things. I maybe if you put them maybe, together. Ooh, maybe lima beans would be a good oh, choice. Oh, I like lima beans. Because I think a bean wouldn't crush you. And also, if you ate enough, you wouldn't Are die. they dried or are they, like, hydrated? Mmm. You know, let's go with the ocean vibe and say that they're hydrated. They're cooked beans. Mm. Maybe edamame? Mm, you might get sick uh, of that, yeah. actually. Yeah. I could get behind the beans. Do you think you could swim through <laughs> sushi? <laughs> rice. You could swim through rice. Ooh, that would be fun. Swimming through rice? Yeah. I don't know. Would it? I feel like it would be. I think you would find it would be very uncomfortably sticky. What if it's what if it's dried rice? You wasted our. That's what she said. That was such a good one. Ah, I hate you. Uh, that was a good one. That you was totally a good one. You totally wasted it. No, it's okay. Oh. I forgive you. Okay, Nina. Final choice. O the edible ocean, fifteen feet underwater, four hundred yard swim. What's it gonna be? I officially am choosing lima beans. Oh gosh. Uh, um, uh, uh, you have to decide. This is I very important. <laughs> okay, my decision. Yeah, what's it officially? Be? Tell me. Is going to be. Yep. Yep. Uh, <laughs> oh no! I thought you had something. <laughs> you know what? I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the rice. I'm gonna go with the rice. Rice. What yeah. kind of rice? Short rice or ba like Persian style basmati? No, like not rice. Persian style basmati. Not, it would be Persian like style. Spanish style Ooh. arborio short grain rice. I love this choice. Nice.
I think you're gonna get, you won't be as sick of your food as I'm gonna be. <laughs> I'm, but it's too late, I'm locked into lima beans. Can I make it a sea of paella? Can I do that? <laughs> um, sure, I don't know what paella is, but. Paella is a rice dish, well, depending on the type of paella, different um, ingredients would be used, but like a seafood paella, which I think would be very fitting if it was, mm -hmm. you know, an ocean. Yeah. Could be delicious. You got some shrimp, you got some mussels, some calamari. Hmm. Hmm. That would be delish. Nice. Too late. You Damn. locked yourself into rice. Nice. <laughs> I'm sure we both made regretful choices, but when yeah. you're put on the spot, you gotta just come up with something. Nina. All right, Chris. It's time to say goodbye. Is it? You're magical and special, and it was always nice talking to you. Indeed. Yeah. This is great. Until we meet again. Uh, so listeners, you can follow Nina at Nina Shamlu on Twitter. You can follow me at Chris Shamlu on Twitter. You can send uh, feedback to It's a Sham Podcast at gmail.com. You can see the show notes at It's a Sham Podcast.com. Um, you can discuss this in the subreddit, uh, reddit.com slash r slash chrischamloo. And, uh, yeah, uh, all of you listeners are super pretty, and, uh, I think you're great. And, you know, I, th I uh, think and, you're just okay. <laughs> and if <laughs> listeners, you are bored and think that we are talking about nothing and wasting your time, shoot us some topics. Yeah, 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 totally. Shoot send us, us send us stuff. We we we'll totally talk about it. Oh, and leave us five star reviews on iTunes. Rate rate us and review us. If you leave us a five star review, I'll read it on the show. Maybe he'll do an interesting voice when he does it. Yes, I, I have many voices, and I will do one of them. <laughs> okay, bye, Nina. All right, bye, Chris.